a listener production. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Broadsheet Melbourne Around Town. I'm Nick Connellan, Broadsheet's Publications Director, filling in for Kacha Bakhtal. Today, we're talking about a new restaurant coming to the Abbotsford Convent, which is something you don't actually hear about too often. But first, a brand new Japanese cafe has landed in Brunswick near Anstey Station. China, you're a big fan of Emma Project in Carlton, the original. Tell us, what was it all about? Um, so it was a Japanese cafe that specialized in teishoku, which are set meals. Ima's um, had grilled fish, rice, house-made pickles, miso soup, all of these different bits and bobs, and those were their specialty. They also had donburi and Japanese-inspired pastries, like their matcha cookies were so good. It was in a nice old Carlton Terrace. It was on the corner, so they had these nice windows, you could sit there by yourself, you could go with friends. The issue was it was just really small and really popular. So on weekends, there were always lines out the door. And so now they've moved. Why did they have to move? And what's the new site like? So before they closed down the Carlton venue, they realized they wanted to open up for nighttime trade as well. But the space was just too small, it was too cramped in the dining room, but also the kitchen was too small as well to make all of the different things that they wanted for both dinner and breakfast. So they closed last year and only just reopened in Brunswick. So in your story, co-owner Asako Miura had some interesting things to say about breakfast prices and Emma Project's position there. Yes. Yeah, so she said that the kitchen was very labor intensive for the kind of food that they were serving. So there was a lot of work and effort being put into each individual element of the sets, for example, um, yeah, it was hard for them to compete with regular breakfast prices at other cafes. So one solution they found was to also open for nighttime service. I think generally people are more willing to pay a bit more for dinner as opposed to breakfast and lunch. And it's something that they've actually trialed in Carlton before. They closed down breakfast and lunch for a month and just did nighttime trade. So it's in that Nightingale development right next to Anstey Station there. Is that right? Yep, that's right. It's a much more modern space. So the old Carlton one, yeah, was in a terrace, but it was also very cafe in the sense of it being cozy, very homey. There were a lot of cute little knickknacks. Whereas this one, they designed it to really be able to go from morning to night. It's a bit slicker, a bit more sophisticated, more neutral tones. But there are pops of color, like there's this really gorgeous shade of royal blue that they use all throughout. So we haven't actually really talked about the food as well, which is obviously a very important element. So James Spinks, who's the other co-owner and the chef, tell me what he's got on the menu at the new spot. Um, so the teishoku is still there. They said they would probably never, ever take it off the menu. So with the teishoku, you could choose either grilled fish or eggplant. But it's a lot of the same. It's still rice, pickles that they make themselves, miso soup. Other dishes on the menu include kingfish chirashi. And I love chirashi. So it's just like kingfish sashimi that's been sliced over a bed of sushi rice, so like 
vinegary, a little bit sweet, slightly salty. Yum. Um, they've got rice puffs as well for a bit of crunch. There's also maze soba, which they call soupless ramen. So it's got noodles, minced pork, and a bit of egg, just in a bowl served on its own, no broth, no soup. It all sounds very delicious and, and wholesome, that kind of thing where you, you could eat a full breakfast, but then walk away feeling really good and not laden down. Is that right? Yeah, I'd say so. As you said, nice and wholesome, not heavy at all. You sort of just leave feeling really happy and satisfied. <laughs> when you want to cook this stuff at home, they've also got a little pantry a couple of doors down, don't they? Yeah, so it's still in Nightingale Village, but in a separate building. So the pantry is also something of a takeaway cafe. So you could get takeaway coffee. They've got some sandwiches, pastries, and onigiri, which are rice balls filled with fish and pickles. What's interesting is they've also got a bulk refill section. So you could bring your own bottles or buy a glass bottle there and you could refill soy sauce, mirin, cooking sake, things like that. I think the people of Brunswick, including me, will love that. <laughs> Ima Asayoru is at number one Ducket Street in Brunswick, and it's open from Tuesday until Sunday, 8am till 3pm. Nighttime trade is on the cards very soon, as we discussed. Thank you, China, so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. So, Audrey, tell us about Julie's. Sure. So Julianne Blum, who is currently the executive chef at Cam's Kiosk, is opening her own space, but still with the Cam's team. She was talking to me about how at Cam's Kiosk, she actually can only really cook with steam. So I think one of the most exciting things from her perspective is the ability to have a full kitchen and actually be able to, she was saying like, I'm going to be able to char fish and like make things to order and have a deep fryer. So she's going to just be able to do a lot more, which is exciting. Really stretch her creative muscles. For sure. Yeah. For listeners who aren't fully aware, mm. what is Cam's Kiosk? Cam's Kiosk is a wine bar at Abbotsford Convent that's been there for, I believe, around 13 years. You and I were just talking before we started recording that it seems to, in the past couple of years, have had a bit of a rebirth or renaissance. Like a lot of people in our office have been talking about how they've been hanging out there. Um, it's just like a casual spot where you can go grab a glass of wine and a couple snacks and kind of hang out. Yeah, and it's a really unique space there mm. in that courtyard with all the beautiful kind of soaring arches that almost feel, I mean, it was it was a convent. Mm. I was about to say you're in an abbey. Yeah, it's a very unusual space that um, kind of not many places have, right? Yeah, even if people haven't been there, I'm sure a lot of listeners have been to the farmer's market or just been to the convent in general. And I think it's, you almost feel like you're in a different country, like has a very English feel to me at least. Mm. Or the country. Yeah, the country. <laughs> yeah. So is Julie's going to be adjoining that space or in a different space? So it's going to be pretty much around the corner on the other side um, in the former lentil as anything space. So it was really sad to see those folks leave, but then what a great group of people to take over. You know, they're so part of that convent family. Yeah. What are they planning to do with the, the look and feel of it? Yeah, so they've done a little bit of a renovation without touching anything really permanent or structurally because it is a heritage room. They have these like 
butter yellow tiles and like really pale green walls and it's just really pastel and simple and quite beautiful and there's going to be around 50 seats inside and then an extra 20 to 30 outside yeah and people can come for lunches and dinners they're going to do Sunday lunches that are going to be pretty relaxed and chill and great kind of casual very seasonal food the gardener at the convent is actually going to make them a little herb and vegetable gardens so Julie's will have access to that I think when it grows a little bit the cams chaos team are going to start using it but at the start it's just going to be Julie's so it'll be nice to see them kind of play around with those like specialty garnishes and fresh herbs and some edible flowers so you mentioned charring fish Mm. what other things are going to be on the menu what's Julie got planned Yeah, there's going to be a roast chicken, which um, if you look at the story on the Broadsheet website, you can actually get like a sneak peek at some photos of it. And it's just beautifully golden on the outside. Grilled ox heart with bloody beans. So she said like she wants it to be comforting, but not comfort food necessarily. Well, that all sounds great. And what I love about that building there is really how it interfaces with that that convent lawn mm-hmm. and you look you kind of look out onto the trail and past the farm i can just imagine you know eating some really beautiful food sunset summer it sounds like the perfect place for a long sunday lunch like i really can't picture a better outlook when are they actually planning to get open they're opening early september so it's coming up quickly fantastic right in time for spring mm-hmm. and all the spring produce for sure That's it for today. You can stay up to date at any minute of any day at broadsheet.com.au or on Instagram at broadsheet underscore melb. Listener.